Hey folks, before we start the show, just a quick message. So we are going to the London Card Show and on February 11th, uh, we're going to be hosting a live Q&A uh, with some representatives from Tops UK and I believe Tops US as well. So um, Sock Cards United on the stage at the London Card Show, we're doing a Q&A and we're looking for questions for us to ask Tops. Um, so if you go to our Twitter or Instagram, you'll find posts there. And you can drop comments below and uh, tell us what you would like us to ask Tops when we do our live Q&A on February 11th. Now, listen, I know you have lots of questions and you're right to have lots of questions. But remember, there are certain things that we can ask and certain things that we can't ask. They're not under oath. Um, they're there voluntarily. So uh, with that in mind, please do go ahead and leave your questions. And other than that, uh, on with the show. Welcome back to Soccer Cards United, uh, episode 134. This is the best soccer card podcast in existence. My name is Jason. That's Enzo. We didn't have a, a episode last Thursday because, Enzo, you haven't been well, have you? Oh, Jason. No, I haven't. Without getting too graphic, explain to us what's been going wrong. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I need a lot of liquids. There's no way to... I, I thought... Oh, God. Without being too graphic. I thought it was food poisoning. That's a good place to start. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Until today, because it's been five days since it started. So at that point, yeah. it's probably not, yeah. But there's been an outbreak, Jason. Wow. Right, An outbreak that was caught ahead of time. That's what the, the you know, the, the Irish... What's going on? You have strobe lights going on over there, Jason. I'm just, I'm trying to... I'm, I, I, my face, I don't know what's going on, but my oh, face is the most washed out it's ever been. I see what's happening to my stomach. Um, <laughs> apparently there's salmonella going around in Ireland. Yes, apparently that's they right. caught it. They got it just in time, yeah? But I had chicken yeah. the day before it all went wrong, so I think I might have salmonella, which sounds very scary, and it kind of is, but um, I'm just drinking my fluids and letting whatever comes out come out, and I'm hoping to be better in time for Wednesday, uh, yeah. in which I'm going I'm going to Lisbon. Well, That's lovely. I hope it's going to Well, like, hopefully all things going well, you're going to Lisbon. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping I'm able to just sit on the plane and not, like, have to use the plane restroom. Yes, that's never good. So... Yeah, a bit, a bit. I, I basically food poisoning, but it's probably salmonella, which is just essentially food poisoning, but a little bit more severe. Yeah, extra special food poisoning. Oh, just for me, for going to Nando's, cheeky Nando's, never again. Not in Tala, anyway. Tell Not in much. Tala, no. I mean, yeah, you could have told me that, that yourself without. I could have told you that myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? I actually, I've, I've eaten there. Like, say in the last six months, this is my third time going to that one, right? Right. So okay. I, like, frequently, not frequently, but you know what I mean. I've been. Yeah. And on this occasion, I went. And there was no medium spice sauce up at, like, the spice rack. You know, the little bottles? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like... And it was, like, five o'clock, say. It was just before they actually kind of get busy. There was about eight tables in the whole place. Kind of just before dinner time, you know? And yeah. there was no medium. And I looked at... the kind of I could see maybe 80% of the tables in the room, and no one had medium on their tables. Well, I was like, why is there just no medium sauce? What's this? Yeah. And halfway through my meal, they eventually had a medium sauce. So I think what happened was... I don't know what time they opened it. But I reckon they were just, like, opening from the day prior, and they were kind of getting themselves, you know, they were filling up the bottles or whatever. And so I might have just caught, like, what was yesterday's shit kind of a thing, you know? Ah. Because it was just, it was a whole experience, but I just... None of it felt fresh. None of it felt right. None of it felt right. And to see, my chicken was in a pita, so I couldn't even, like, see it with my eyes. I couldn't tell you what it looked like. Yeah, which, uh, you're, just ch- you're just chowing down. I'm just chowing down. But it felt weird that the sauce wasn't, wasn't there. I also got into the whole 
like talking about food last week, you know, on the last Monday. Yeah. They're four forty for their bottomless drinks is, is the biggest robbery going on in this country. Four forty for a seven up. But is is it not bottomless? Yeah, but who the hell drinks? Like, <laughs> You're saying how many seven ups could I possibly drink? Like one like if you go to any food establishment it's like one euro for a can of Fanta say. It's not one euro for a can of Fanta anywhere. One fifty. I don't know about inflation. I live in my ivory tower these days. But it's like <laughs> if you if you like four forty, like you would get a large yeah, bottle. You get a large yeah. bottle for for two fifty three euro. You would. Yeah. So like what are you doing to me? And like the Nando's portions are not huge. Like you're not sitting there all day drinking. It's one of those things where like if they just had if they had a non bottomless option Yes and it was cheaper, people would just pick that because how much I'm just eating a bit of chicken. I don't need I drinks upon drinks upon glass, drinks. And then because yeah. it's bottomless, I go and get my second glass because I just feel like, ah, they can't get me. But, yeah. like, I don't need none of this. Well, this is another... I'm going to uh, start bringing my own cup to Nando's. That's how I'm going to get them. Oh, wow. There you go. But, yeah, they get me another, salmonella. Well, I'm not going back there. They get me salmonella. But, well, you, are you going to go back to other Nando's, not that one? Once this salmonella thing has passed... You'll reevaluate your relationship with Nando's. Yeah, right now I'm just not in a good, not in a good space. And I had okay. a, actually, do you know what? I had a bounce yeah. back on this. This is talking. Let's we're getting into the food establishments here, Jason. Again, right? I know that yeah. you want to. Do you think we should just start now. a different podcast? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think I could just be a food critic. But the problem yeah. is, everyone would get a bad review. The um, yeah. I went to Uno Pizza, right? Oh yeah, and they were busy there. See, because can I just say, I am not a person that's rude to anyone, and I, and I wasn't rude. So, so before we hear this story, if we uh, at any point during no, the story if we saying, think like, Enzo was kind of rude, there we should just know. No, 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 no. I wasn't rude, right? Me and Richie went in, and yeah. it was like I, I Richie's a friend of yours. Yeah, I got there first, and I said, "Richie, it's out the door." Like, there was so many people standing. I mean, like, that's a small area, right? Yeah. And then eventually, your man came in and said, so, "And I said, oh, we have a table for two And he walked over to the. He said, "Okay." He walked over to the till, and you just see him like this, like this bald guy, like the owner. I think he just goes. It was so funny because Richie like predicted it. he's like he he messed up he forgot about it. like he doesn't it's not the system fucked up and he's just there like this because there's no seats anywhere. I mean Richie are hungry but we're like it's grand like we're like don't worry about it. He yeah. came over to me, he says listen maybe 10-15 minutes and we're like hey you're grand don't worry like we're chill it's no bother. And, like it's, I think their like order system their booking system went down or double booked loads of people like yeah crazy it just shit. didn't and we're yeah. like it's grand and then we ordered the pizza we got to sit down we ordered the pizza and then I was like can I get this pizza and I kind of get a moretti right. Because mm-hmm. me and Richie, were, I, by the way, I hadn't eaten for two days, and then I thought my belly was better, so I went out for food at Richie, which was a terrible idea. Which and you included beer in what you were gonna eat and drink. Because I was out to have a drink with Richie. I didn't want to cancel it. That was pre-planned before. I understand. My I understand. I, I said, you, you just thought like, I'm back in action. Yeah, no, no. I was like, this is gonna. I was like, this is not a great decision, but I can get through it, and I'll keep it light, and I'll go home early, be fine. And then Richie was like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna drink. And he goes, can I get a wine? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like if you're getting wine. I'll get wine. Let's do wine, right? Yeah, let's. Are we are we doing wine? Yeah, so that's what. That's exactly. Said, do you want to get a bottle? He's like, oh, I don't know if I want a bottle. Let's just do a glass. I said, great. So I said, sorry, no. Can we get two glasses of wine? And she was like, yeah. Which wine? Red wine. Blah blah blah. blah. This woman came back, Jason, with a t- with a little thing, two glasses yeah. of red wine and a bottle of Moretti already opened and a glass. No, I was like, come she, on. No, obviously cancel the beer or yeah. So and I didn't even. I was at this point. I started feeling a bit sick, and I was like, I'm not even gonna say it. Like, I should have just said, hey, we don't actually want... Th-. I just said... Cause it was you can take that open. back. I I, I, I yeah, changed my order. Yeah, I, I, but I just... I left it. I was just like, 
All right, but then yeah. she put everything down, and I'm there with my wine, I'm there with my beer, and I was like to Richie, I'm actually, that's actually annoying me. Like it's like, it's like, that was crazy. Yeah. But I didn't complain about it. I didn't even touch it. I just paid for it and, and left at the end. Like I didn't even make a thing. But I was like, I I, I was gonna drink it, but by the end of the night, my stomach was in bits, so I literally just went home. But I was yeah. like, um, I was just like. Now they were busy, they were under pressure, whatever. But I was like, and I had like some previous with this specific waiter the last time oh I went God. there, which I'm not going to get into. But I thought, my so opinion, you're a regular, you're a regular at this place to the point where you have kind of ongoing disputes. No, I've only been staff. twice in like the last six months, oh. but it was just the last time. It was like I had some weird shit with that waiter, and I, I in my head, part of me felt they purposely. Oh, I was spite. You're getting the beer, and I just said okay. <laughs> That's me. My stomach's in bits, and I'm going away on Wednesday, maybe. Just going back to um, the, the idea of it'll be 10, 15 minutes because uh, Uno Pizza, so this is a, a small pizza restaurant in a, a fashionable suburb of Dublin, right? Mm. And um, so when you go in there and you say 10, 15 minutes, I don't like when the restaurant is small enough that the uh, the other customers can overhear oh. the maitre d' telling you how long it's going to be because that then I feel like, so I'm kind of looking at them saying like it's, it's okay like you know he's saying I'm not saying ten, I'm not saying it has to be 10 or 15 minutes he's saying that so don't look at me like I'm rushing you out of the place no but it was literally everyone knew something weird was going on because there was like maybe 10 yeah. people ten, like all the tables full and then 10 people standing in the restaurant see because if I'm at if I'm at a table now am I, I'm eating and that's happening over I've, I've checked out my meal completely yeah. and I'm just when like I let's sat, just fucking finish this and get out yeah, of here when I sat down I was like facing Richie and he was facing the carnage so I was able to kind of zone it in but it, yeah. was, it, was, a, it was a disaster but it was great great food until, until it all went wrong Jesus okay well with that with our customary now uh, restaurant uh, review segment up the top sorry, of the show sorry for Thursday and I, Jason I'm I'm going to put this on record for the podcast people I'm down to do a podcast tomorrow for this Thursday's episode doesn't have to cancel it because I'm on holiday there you go you're down to do a podcast tomorrow for this tour. I don't want to do a podcast tomorrow. I'm just setting you know for the, for the people. That's good. So if there is no podcast on Thursday, it's not because of you. It's because of you. Great. I'm happy to take that off. I've made a terrible decision wearing this wearing this orange shirt. It's, cra- it's oh, coming up crazy on the camera. All the time when you're getting dressed. We also had another restaurant story about us going to a fancy restaurant and like idiots yeah. being yeah. 15 minutes late, even though we were actually early. Because we didn't yes. think the people who invited us on dinner were there, so we kept walking around the block, and then ultimately because it was a, it was it turned out there was a private dining room in the downstairs. restaurant. Downstairs, there was a downstairs. You couldn't see. We seen this big. There was maybe maybe six of us meant to be there, and we seen like a six person table laid out in the front of this tiny restaurant we'd never been to, and we were like, oh, they're not here yet. Let's just let's just walk a bit, and then fifteen minutes later, we got a message because mm-hmm. there's bad reception downstairs because they were downstairs. Bad reception downstairs being like lads. We're here when you, you know, come with, well, Yeah, we're here in the lovely cellar dining room waiting for you. Where we've been waiting for you for now 15 minutes. That was embarrassing. That was very embarrassing. We're not a good duo, I don't think. People think we are, but maybe we're not. Maybe we need someone to make us better. Um, yeah, that's what Todd, Todd Bowley's saying, and he just keeps fucking bringing it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he just like, maybe I just need one more assistant director of recruitment, and, and then it'll all click into it'll play. All click together. Yeah, that, that's been um, my week. I would say our week. I don't know what happened with you over the last few days, but I've been, I've been dying. What's been happening to me? Uh, oh, I will tell you what's been happening to me. Actually, I have some a collectible. Uh, some a thing happened to me. Collectible. You're not a big collectible um, my, guy. I'm not a big parabilia guy, but oh, no. 
But see, I have, now I guess you get a reputation as someone who wheels and deals and this kind of stuff. Mm. And people start asking you to, you know, <laughs> value their art and things. But um, I, uh, a family member of mine, I won't say who, I said, I have some coins. I have some, like, old coins. And I'm like, oh, my God. What is this? Oh my god, it's right. So, um, but I said, oh, okay, I'll take a look. So I spent about an hour and a half on some point over the weekend comping uh, coins. coins. Oh my god. And, I can't you know, comp our singles. You're comping people's coins. I'm comping coins, and like, it's uh, it's everything, you know, it's, it's all the stuff we talk about. It's grading. It's like misprints. Some, there are like error coins that are valuable. Then there are error coins that aren't valuable. And my God. Um, that, that is something to touch on. Like since me and you have been deep into the sports card around, the collectibles around and whatever. Family members yeah. have done the same to me. I have yeah. one family member who has, and then people might be interested in this, but I have one family member, an uncle, who has a factory sealed PlayStation 1 in his attic. Right. But the problem is, this is the thing with a factory sale PlayStation 1. Like, yeah, it's, it's appreciated in value. Congratulations, you kept a PlayStation 1 closed. But it's like, did you go volume? No. Is it going to change your life? Probably not. Now, well, that's maybe, what that, maybe they get a grade, it changes, you know. Yeah, but that's it. It's like, that's why I'm fine with these coins. Is like, okay, this is, say, uh, a half dollar, you know, American half dollar mm-hmm. or whatever. So at one point in time, it was worth 50 cents. Yeah. And it's now worth, like, could be worth like a tenner. So it's like, that's fantastic. But ultimately, we don't have that many of them here in front of us. So, uh, like, it's not... By the time you ship a coin, how do you ship a coin? That's what I'm saying. Like, by the time you put it on eBay, you know... Now, I do know a couple of coin, uh, you know, traders around town that I think I'm just going to go in and just say, like... Huh? You know the people who want to do all sorts. (laughs) Yeah. Coin traders around town. They'll have a look at the coins for you. Uh, what I'm thinking is it's going to be one of those things where I just go hey can you just cash me out cash you out are you just in it now did you buy no, these coins I, no no I didn't buy them I'm saying like I'm acting as an agent for this person you know but you'll, you'll need to know the rough value because they could try to rob so you. I've yeah so I'm going to say here's the rough value as far as I know I would like here's what I would like Cause, see because I, I know what it's like I'm not going to go in and say uh, the market's like, based on all these sales you, no, you it's worth bring, no, this way you do bring the how many coins are there Say 20. Okay. Good. I thought there'd be more. 20 coins. Bring the 20 coins to them. And then tell them to price them. And then when they give you a price, take out your phone and start eBay and start copying. Yeah. Well, that's on um, no, January 16th. One sold for... Yeah. Keep them there for like 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's it. That's what I'd do. Great. Um. Okay. Let's get into Hobby HQ. Oh, my God. It's 5 o'clock. Jason, listen. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's no problem. I have to go on sports card nonsense. I didn't know that. Well, this is the, the... Okay, so you're telling me here. Hold on a second. You're telling soccer cards... I'm not telling know. anybody anything. I'm just telling you I have to go on sports card nonsense at some point. But that's like... Give me an example. I, I don't know what to think. We don't have time for an example. We have to keep going at the show. Okay, well, it's like weird that soccer card is getting rushed for another show. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just that we can do another... Show. We show. don't... We can do another podcast tomorrow. You just said you don't want to. I don't want to. But yeah, we can. You want to do that, do you? No, it's just they if have they a certain time period. Me, I'm going to talk to Mike and Jesse myself and cause big issues. Tell them Enzo seen the revolution grading company thing and laughed his head off when Mike shit shut them down. 
because I was ready to shut them down myself. Revolution grading company. Don't Google it. Just tell them. I'm not going to go. I'm just going to say, hey, Enzo mentioned that Revolution Grading Company. He thought it was very funny. I see. We, we have to do our grading company bit, Jason. Let me tell you. So let's get into Hobby HQ. I asked uh, last Monday for people to tell us about the Futeri Unique thing and why they like it, if they like it. They and Jake the Mailman, a long-time listener, said, just some quick thoughts. I think Futera World Unique has long-term value and desirability. Very unique designs, vast checklists of legends and rookies, mostly on-card autos and memorabilia cards that you can tell what match they're from. It's a set for the true football fan. Mm. Okay. Nice endorsement of Futera there from Jake the Mailman. That's a big endorsement, I would say. But um, the most exciting... There was a lot of exciting news in terms of product announcements this week. Um, But the most exciting one for me was we finally have a card collection, what I would call a proper card collection, coming to Ligon. A proper club. A proper club, proper football card collection. We did have um, the Panini Football, what was it called, Panini Football Club or Panini FC, kind of, you know, strange thing. But now we're getting a Panini score for Ligon in France, and that's very, very exciting. And people who are kind of familiar with the American sports might say Panini Score is not the most premium brand. Da, 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 da. However, we understand that, we accept that, we agree with that. Yeah, However, we agree with that. When you go from nothing in League 1 to this, it's huge. And if you actually look at Panini Score, although it's paper stock, whatever, if you look at Panini Score from last season, yeah, the images used for, the so- for soccer, the images used were really, really nice. Again, cards are not premium, whatever, but there's, and I, there's autographs in it. So like, it's not the most premium set, but it is an amazing place to start, and it definitely sets the tone for the potential of a league or mosaic or the likes of that. So that's exciting. Exactly, it's it's edging closer to American Excellent. style cards, as they'd call them in France. Yeah. Um, and just looking the 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 checklist has all sorts of good stuff on it. Lots of goalkeepers, and for some reason there's a huge amount of goalkeepers on the checklist. Um, but you've got all the player, all the, the teams in league on. I'm going to look and see what uh, PSG players we have. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. Okay, excuse me. Excuse me. For some reason, I couldn't find a PDF. I could only find a Excel uh, checklist. So we've got all your favourites. We've got um, Leo Messi, we've got uh, Neymar, we've got Verratti, we got Mbappe, we got uh, Gigi Donnarumma, we got Vitinha, we have Nuno Mendes, everybody's on it. Um, and then I'm presuming we have a couple of good rookies as well, like your man from, the little fella from Montpellier. Oh, what's that his name? The little fella from Montpellier That's is called uh, Eli Wahi. Eli Wahi is the is the I think he's scored as many goals. He's the only guy apart from Kylian Mbappe to score X amount of goals as a teenager or something in Ligue 1. Big deal, and uh, this is exciting. We're getting closer and closer to having a premium collection for Ligue 1, which is what we've been calling for on this podcast for years and years and years. We're trailblazers ahead of our time, Jason. Ahead of our, eventually they caught up. <laughs> they caught up. People do, and then they might say, "Like lads, takes a long time to get any of this stuff." True. Yeah, we can't just magic it up overnight. Sure but I say. Yeah. Wait, was that them telling us to shut our mouths or us telling them? Well, they, they told us, I'd say. Okay. I'd say they did, I'd say they did. 
Now, probably people were, when I said a very exciting product, now, probably people were expecting me not to say a score collection. They're probably expecting me to say the return of a standalone select for soccer. Oh. Not just one, but two. Not just one, but two? Yes. That's exciting. I'm excited. Panini America announced that uh, Select is coming back as a standalone collection under two different licenses. One, we're going to have Panini Select FIFA. Yeah, that FIFA National cards for score last year. It was cool. Yeah. And we're going to have La Liga. So just starting on, on Select. Uh, 2023 Panini Select FIFA delivers three autographs or memorabilia cards plus seven inserts or insert parallels, nine base parallels unnumbered and five numbered parallels in every box. The popular select band return, brand returns to soccer for the 2022-23 season with a FIFA release featuring 20 national teams. Mm. Whoa. 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 I yeah. see. Adam Holzek as a rookie. How do you feel about that, Jason? For the Czech Republic? Um, yeah, it's okay, I suppose. Yeah. Close enough. Um, collect. A 250-card three-tiered, so terrace, mezzanine, and field-level base set with a rainbow of each uh, rainbow parallels for each. Look for sets including the returning equalizers, select future, select stars, and unstoppable. Four ultra-rare limited inserts, stained glass, artistic impressions, visionary, and team badges. They're uh, all case hits on average. And open three autograph or memorabilia cards per hobby box on average. I think I love to, select. Yeah, what well, has to be said here, Jason? I don't know if you know this. For the signature cards, the autos, mm-hmm. I believe all of them are numbered to forty nine or less. So forty nine, twenty five, ten, five, or one. And the highest numbered parallel in the whole set for base cards is seventy five. Now they have a seventy five, then they have a sixty. They have a forty nine, twenty five, twenty, ten, five, one. They also mm-hmm. have one. Two, three unnumbered parallels, but like that's it's good going. I would say that is good going. I'm very excited about this. It sounds like a really premium set. It sounds like a well put together set. It sounds like a non mass produced set, which also means it sounds like a difficult to get set. I would love to get my hands on some of this, Jason. Certainly. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, wait, t- tell me what you think. I was going to say that when I look back at the history of soccer cards, I, I find myself returning again and again. To select as kind of the trailblazer, the trailblazer, and also just I think has produced some of the nicest looking cards. I just think that the select design is just, I agree with that. you know, obviously prism is prism and all that stuff, and uh, but for me, I find oftentimes select is so nice, is nicer than than prism. Yeah, I, I actually had a, in my early eBay days in twenty twenty or twenty nineteen, um, someone shipped me a few soccer base cards select from from twenty sixteen select. Like mm-hmm. I have a Tony Crows, not the Mendy, a Marco Royce. And they were just base cards from Select. And they kind of shipped them almost as like the cards that like keep your card safe. And they're like, I just have them still because they're, they're just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the- they have that for FIFA. And they also, Jason, have a La Liga Santander, which appears to be a Europe and Asia exclusive. I'm not sure if that'll be in the States, although everything kind of finds its way there. But the most exciting thing I've seen on that, apart from them having Cristiano Ronaldo autographs, is they have what appears to be the first licensed Gavi autograph. Now, I say that with an asterisk because I believe Leaf have done some Gavi autos. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Futera did Gavi autos, but there's a few. But this is the first Panini slash Tops Gavi auto. If Gavi's autos don't show up in a Tops product prior to this, uh, just that's it's cool that he signed in one of, one of the big, big youngsters from last year. 
and we don't really see his autographs around so it's cool yeah no that's that's very very important um just looking at the la liga set here again it looks fantastic um would you like that uh, select to expand by la, past la liga or do you think it's just this is first time they're doing it obviously it, we're like this tells me at some point especially if it's successful we're going to get Serie A select uh, Liga on select whatever but do you think that that potential could still be this season could it be La Liga front running Serie A coming because if there was a Serie A select I think I'd try I think that's probably where they're going I like the I like if the if the idea is to say we're going to do a FIFA one and we're going to use one of our club one of our league licenses to do one as well I like that and then based on the success or failure of that we'll see what happens either expand or, or, or contract next year I just think I, I like that kind of sustainable approach now of course it might be we get next week boom, 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 six more sets announced mm. all select you know whatever but uh i hope this is a kind of a measured reintroduction of the brand because i i personally always felt the select was kind of wasted in chronicles like you get a select card out of chronicles and you're like well this is amazing I love it. can i just have this why am i what's all this other stuff what's all the rest of it? no i'm so happy like the 2014 2015 select 2015 yeah select such a like just so it's, it's beautiful it's iconic i prefer it to prism personally i just i'm excited to see i'm excited to hopefully get this one in hand yeah i'm trying to think the last selected pretty it was the euro 2020 select that didn't happen the set happened but the euros didn't the euros happen didn't and then happen. it was yeah and then prior to that i think it might have been 20 the mbappe year was it 2017 18 yeah i think so that sounds right to me um so select is back and we're getting a uh another move towards having a premium uh, set for France uh, so this is good I would say a Very good awesome. week for Panini product announcements good start to the year good start to the year putting their best foot forward Panini America for the mm-hmm. for the year to come um, while we were setting up our recording over on uh, the Tops website Tops Gold dropped designed by none other than Dan Layden an Irishman an Irishman um, Tops Gold back for its second year in soccer and uh, an interesting, very interesting design, quite different from last year, designed by Tyson Beck. Um, I'm trying to pull up my Twitter now. Obviously, you get like that. We've seen Dan Layden's Project Twenty Two uh, designs, where he's you know drawing the the players. Uh, this is obviously photography based, like like pretty much all cards uh, are. And I like it. Looks cool. It's sold out naturally enough. Like um, on the cover the diamond kind of vibe or bubbles or whatever it is yeah it's nice gold just looks nice like that box just looks fun like that that's akin to the simplicidad box like that box is like white i just like the like the look of the box is just cool yeah no i i like it i think it's good uh gold returns to 2023 with a new uh, uefa club competition collection designed by renowned football artist dan Layden. look out for all the biggest stars of the 22 23 competition with uh with special elite and gold substats subsets plus future stars rookies on spectacular 3d holographic material hold on a minute hold on a second hold on a minute what does that mean what do you mean is that like what we're seeing with the the, the, the yeah that the ganacho maybe kind of it looks like almost like shattered glass or something Do you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the checklist. Um, 
I don't appear. But well, can you re reread that? When when when's the three D? Because I don't see three D specified in the checklist, but I might say something. It's on future stars rookies. Future star rookies. That's really cool. Yeah, so there's a future star rookie autographs, which will I read out to you? Yeah. We have Alejandro Garnacho, so again that fits the kind of bill of what we're seeing there. Fabio Blanco. Is that yeah. the fella from Real Madrid? Yeah. Who had like a, a top scrum in twenty twenty? Yes, maybe. Maybe. Or twenty twenty one. Elias Akomach. Yeah, Barcelona. Pablo Torre. Yuri yeah. Bass. Fabio Carvalho. Enzo Fernandez, who, who's given me a lot of Twitter content recently. Uh, Goncalvo Bourgeois. Henrik Arejo. And Warren Zar Emery. Those are the Future Star autographs. I see Enzo Fernandez autograph here. I don't think I've seen Enzo Fernandez autographs. I, it might, this might be a first. Um, but it's a cool it's a cool auto for the World Cup winner for the young player of the World Cup sorry sorry I got like a, a zoom pop up there I got, I got distracted Jason they have yeah, okay. they, Lionel Messi autographs Karim Benzema autographs who I think this year is the first year we're really seeing him signing uh, yeah. Pedri Jude Bellingham Robert Lewandowski Vinny Jr and Erling Haaland who now that he's moved to Man City seems to be signing again which is very exciting and a very fat current stars autograph checklist I don't see any jewel or triple autographs, which I would say is disappointing. Um, gold autograph cards. Rafael Liao, love that. Darwin Nunes, love that. Human saw Neymar Jr. Dominic Dusan Blaevich, Dominic Solovalai, Unkunku, Anthony. Brilliant. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, it's exciting. Before, um, so, uh-huh. before before we move on to your football week, just give me a shout because there's one more thing I want to add. But continue. Go ahead. You were, but were you about to say anything there? This is a separate to gold. What I'm going to talk about. I was going to say I was looking at your football week, so go ahead. I just want to visit the the golden auctions. Sure, let's go. Let's have a look. Um. So just the, I don't know. Can we? Can you do the share screen? Are you able to do that, or will I? Uh, you can do it. I believe. Yeah. Give me a second. And da, 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 share screen and the golden auction share right great I just wanted to this is the golden auction the elite uh, January auction and we're filtering for soccer the Diego Maradona photo matched ball from the hand of God game uh, oh. is about 1 million I believe wow. the wires premium on top of that let me just click in to double check yeah so 1.2 million when you, when you add the buyer's premium <laughs> Uh, let me just pull back here and this I can't dox the person I'm pretty sure the person is publicly self doxed but I won't but a listener of the show is the owner of this one of one Lionel Messi black prism which My is currently at $72,000 86000 if you include the buyer's premium holy fucking shit Jason and I have to say when this sells if I don't see Jason if I don't see one hobby box get sold on our website by the man who makes this sale I'll be bitterly disappointed. I'll say, hey, you made 70000 here. Give a little back to your favourite podcast. Buy something. You know, you can't tell me things are tight, things are not tight. I see, I see, I see you, my friend. Okay. Uh, huge congratulations to, to himself. Fantastic. The uh, the 2017 autograph, the NMSC, 24000 pop one, 11 bids, 101 from Emmett. It's just, just craziness going on here at the... Uh, What's that jersey? Go back up. What was that jersey? Which one? The no, the San, uh, Pele Santos game used um, 1967. 
Yeah, just a letter of... This is the one that kind of confused. This has like a, a letter of authenticity and stuff, but I still... I'm like, how can you actually authenticate this? This is Ronaldinho pre-debut Gremio jersey that apparently is authenticated. No bids on it. It actually has gone on Golden Auction before and didn't get a bid. It looks cool. It's great, but I'm like, how... Ronaldinho before... Yeah, I don't know. Something weird about that. But Yeah, I'm confused. Cool stuff. I, I don't know if this is from our friends at Drob Collectibles. This hand-signed messy rookie potentially is, potentially isn't. I don't know. Um... But it's really interesting to see that a card like this, which you know isn't in perfect condition, but does have an on-card autograph from the goat himself, does fetch or is potentially fetching a, a big price and very a very good lot number for for golden auction as well. I'd be interested to see how the gold prism in a PSA ten, uh, this one, yeah, what that ends up as a percentage of the one of one PSA nine. Just kind of, yeah, I'm always interested to find multiples. We've seen one sale of this already, a uh, gold yeah. Messi, um, which was fairly high. I can't remember exactly the number. Um, but yeah, this is hand signed by Erling Haaland, as you can see there. So yeah, I'll just mm -hmm. gold auction, cool. These two are kind of the big ones for me, just to see where they where they fall. I think they're huge for soccer, especially this being lot one. It's huge. Yes. And this being lot 15 is, is also massive. We, we want as much... We want to see as many examples of the word soccer beside a big number as possible. That benefits mm. everyone. Here we go. So I'll, I'll stop sharing my screen. Aha, I feel like a little... Now, I feel like I'm doing a really good job here, but there is also five minutes and 30 seconds left on this because it's telling us we don't have Zoom Premium. Is that true, Jason? Or am I just not... Did I just not do it right? We do have Zoom Premium, but because you're hosting the Zoom because my internet connection wasn't hot today. Why host uh, it SCU email? Yeah, it could be linked to my Zoom. Okay, well... Um... Anyway, I don't have much, that much for your football week. I just wanted to, to uh, look at a couple of transfers. John Duran is a, a striker, um, a Colombian striker, a teenager, and Aston Villa have signed him from Chicago Fire for eighteen million. He has scored eight goals and got six assists in twenty-eight appearances for Chicago. But he was—he's very highly thought of. And if anyone out there from MLS land. Because I've seen a couple of like uh, tops now MLS for John Duran. If anyone from MLS land could tell me what his rookie situation is, uh, or if anyone's seen him play, I'd like to hear about him because I haven't seen him play. Um, so I wish him all the best in the Premier League. Uh, did you hear this thing about Joao Cancelo going to Bayern Munich? Yeah, very strange. I, I, I love the meme going around, which I love. Is I ask my landlord to up the rent because I love the hustle. And someone used that as a as a Pep Guardiola trying to win the Premier League this year. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and the Bayern. Yeah, no, take him. This is too easy. I'm going to play 18 year old Rico Lewis instead. <laughs> um, or Ake at left back seems to be working. Yeah, Nathan Ake. I remember when Nathan Ake to uh, Man City was announced. We did. We had just started doing the podcast, and we did. Uh, we had a long conversation with Nathan Ake, and we had a, a, a snippet Instagram snippet all about him and kind of for years that looked like we had gone too quick you know we had like we jumped in on Nathan Ake and, and he just didn't make an impact but look at him now he's a key part of Pep's set we trust him in multiple different positions who knew we knew Ye years ago we're the lads come on mm. um, get my fluids in so I don't die of the get energy. your fluids in please what else? Oh, Enzo Fernandez. Uh, Chelsea are back in for him. 
Uh, Chelsea have bid 120 million euros uh, for Benfica's Argentina midfielder Enzo Fernandez in a move that would make him the British transfer record signing. <laughs> so far, there is no indication as to whether the Blues' offer will be accepted. Uh, but if it goes through, it would eclipse the 100 million pounds paid for Jack Grealish by Manchester City. I'm, I'm happy to get the more the more big exposure the name Enzo gets. I think the better for me. Same way with yeah. soccer and a big number. Uh huh. Like, my name's Enzo. Like, oh, they get some fanatics. But yeah, exactly. Don't worry. Yeah. The most yeah, expensive. Are you Argentinian? That's what I'm going to start getting. Maybe I won't with this accent, but I think I will. Maybe. Maybe. From some people. Um, before, yeah, before you start talking, mm. people are run up to you in the street. Are you from Argentina? And you go, no. Okay. Um, Don't have to know my name, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Most expensive signings in British football, right, so far? Jack Grealish for £100 million, Manchester City. Was that worth it? No. No. Romelu Lukaku uh, to join uh, Chelsea from Inter Milan. That cost £97 million. Not worth it. That was such a sad one because after his United stint, which is also on your list, I'm sure, um, he went to Inter, played amazingly, and then came back to shush everyone. But in the end, it was just as bad. He was just, you know, well, shushed himself. Penalty. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pogba, eighty-nine million pounds, Manchester United from Juventus. Was that worth it? No. I had a lot of haircuts. In fairness, can I say? I say Lukaku didn't work in the Premier League. He also was like one of the best goal-scoring records in the Premier League probably ever. So he just kind of at some point it stopped working. A bad rub of the green, that man. Then we have Anthony, Harry Maguire, Romelu Lukaku to Manchester United, Virgil Van Dijk, and Jaden Sancho. Manchester United spending a lot of money last few years. Poorly, yeah. Poorly spending it poorly. They seem to have changed their ways a little bit, which is good. Yes. Um, and listen, this fella for Brighton, I don't know if you saw Car- uh, Karu Matoma's goal, the F- oh, uh, winning goal against Liverpool. It. Did I see did, it? Ooh. Did you know he wrote his university thesis on dribbling? No. He did. Um, and apparently it's out there, you can read it. I might try and find it. Huh? Sports science, I think. Sports science, okay. I'll just show you. We have less than a minute, Jason. Okay, we'll wrap up here. Just to say that Matoma's rookie card, I presume, is going to be in prism this year, so I'm excited about that. Um, okay, we'll see you on Thursday for a show of sorts. Um, Sorry, gang. And write in any of your thoughts about what we discussed today. Okay. We're doing a Q&A, Q&A at the London Carriage Show. Leave questions we can ask. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Yes. Jason, I'll add this in post-production, maybe. Right? I'll add this in post. You can do a pre as well. Ooh. Okay. Good idea. Now. I think I leave and the recording should save onto my computer. Do I end it? Do you stop recording? What I, I leave and then I should...